Jayvon here, and I've got everything you need to know before you watch the 2023 British Grand Prix. Jayvon! British Grand Prix weekend begins on Friday, July 7th with free practices one and two. Free practice three and qualifying are on Saturday, July 8th with qualifying taking place at 9 a.m. Central Time or 2 p.m. UTC. And the Grand Prix is on Sunday, July 9th at 9 a.m. Central Time or 2 p.m. UTC. Here are three British Grand Prix fun facts. Fact one, the first ever Formula One race was the 1950 British Grand Prix, which was held at a much different looking Silverstone on May 13th, 1950. The race was won by Nino Farina, who would go on to become the first ever Formula One World Drivers Champion. In case you're wondering, the 1950 Formula One calendar in order was the British Grand Prix, Monaco Grand Prix, Indianapolis 500, Swiss Grand Prix, Belgian Grand Prix, French Grand Prix, and Italian Grand Prix. Yes, it only had seven races, which is crazy to think about considering the 2024 calendar was just released and it contains 24 races. That's uh, 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 a lot more. Fact two, Lewis Hamilton holds the records for both the most career British Grand Prix victories with eight and the most consecutive British Grand Prix victories with four in a row from 2014 to 2017, a record that he shares with Jim Clark, who won four British Grand Prix in a row from 1962 to 1965. Lewis is such a legend of both Silverstone and British motor racing that the pit straight at Silverstone was named after him in 2020 after he won his record-tying seventh World Drivers' Championship. In fact, three, at the 1969 British Grand Prix, British Matra Ford driver Jackie Stewart had one of the greatest drives in the history of F1, lapping the entire rest of the field during the Grand Prix on his way to securing his fifth Grand Prix win in six races and eventually becoming 1969's World Drivers' Champion. Before I show you what a lap around the iconic Silverstone circuit looks like, let's check in with producer Jeff, who is currently on the Formula Bone pit wall at Silverstone. Producer Jeff, radio check. Hey, J-Bone. As you know, I'm a huge foodie, so I was so excited to come here to Britain where they have some of the greatest food in the world. I've been taking photos for my food blog, so here's what I've been eating. That is one of the most vile things I've ever seen in my life. Here's what a lap around the British Grand Prix's Silverstone Circuit looks like with all its named corners and straights. You start off on the Pitt Straight, a.k.a. the Hamilton Straight, which has to just be an all-time flex for Lewis Hamilton out there. Turn 1 Abbey and Turn 2 Farm are taken flat out and lead you into the slowest section of the circuit, which includes the entry of Turn 3 Village through the exit of Turn 4 The Loop, through which you'll want to carry as much speed as possible as it sets you up for the entry to Turn 5 Aintree, which begins the Wellington Strait, the first of Silverstone's two DRS Straits. The Wellington Strait ends at Turn 6 Brooklands, which exits into the sweeping Turn 7 Luffield Complex, where it's absolutely crucial that you get a good exit as Turn 7 spits you onto the fastest section of the racetrack. You'll be full throttle as quickly as you can after Turn 7 through Turn 8 Woodcote, down the old pit straight, through Turn 9 Cops Corner, which is one of Formula 1's fastest corners, and through Turns 10 and 11 of the Maggots, Beckets, and Chapel Complex, where you'll then perform a slight lift for turn 12 through the entry of turn 13 before getting right back on the throttle for turns 13 and 14 and down the hangar straight, which is the second of Silverstone's two DRS straights and ends at the turn 15 Stowe corner. You'll want to carry as much speed as possible through Stowe to set you up for the most elevation-y portion of the circuit just before the turn 16 Vale and turn 17 to 18 Club corner, which again, 
you'll want to make sure you get just right as it sets you up for the pit straight, which uniquely is not a DRS straight. And that is a lap around Silverstone. Yeah! Formula Bone is sponsored by Caldera Lab. If you aren't already, it's time to put your best face forward. How do you do that? By adding in a skincare routine, of course. It sounds intimidating, I know, but you know what? It's really not hard, you just haven't had the right tools until now. Clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging, Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skincare and is here to save the day. Use my exclusive code FBONE, that's F-B-O-N-E, at calderalab.com to enjoy 20% off their best products. The older I get, the older I look, and I need to make sure I'm preventing myself from getting wrinkles because I'm pretty sure it's illegal to have a race car bed if you have any wrinkles. Caldera Lab's products are made with top-tier ingredients and are a great addition to your daily routine. The skincare routine they've curated for you, called the Regimen, includes their products, the Clean Slate, the Base Layer, and the Good, and there's also the Icon as well. It takes less than a minute each morning and night to complete, and it's designed to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Get 20% off with my code FBONE at calderalab.com. That's 20% off at calderalab.com by using code FBONE. Jump into skin and first impression royalty with Caldera Lab. For tire compounds at the 2023 British Grand Prix, Pirelli have opted for the second hardest compound range, the C1 hards, C2 mediums, and C3 softs. Last year, this range would have been the hardest compound range, but Pirelli have introduced the C0 tire this year, which we haven't seen yet, but is their new hardest tire. Pirelli Motorsport Director Mario Isola had this to say about their tire choice and about Pirelli's new slick tire construction that is being debuted this weekend at the British Grand Prix. Quote, the British Grand Prix will mark the debut of a new slick tire construction using materials that have been brought forward from their anticipated introduction next year. This change in specification was made necessary due to the increased performance of the cars seen since the start of the season, both in terms of outright speed and loadings compared to the preseason simulation data supplied to Pirelli by the teams last winter and the fact that this trend is only set to increase as the championship goes on. The new specification gives the tire extra resistance against fatigue, but does not affect any technical parameters or its behavior on track. All the teams already had the opportunity to try the new tire construction out at the Spanish Grand Prix when two sets were put at the disposal of each driver in free practice. This debut will come on a track that is traditionally one of the hardest on tires. On our internal charts, Silverstone is right at the top in terms of stress and lateral forces exerted on them, particularly the front left, end quote. Next up, here are your storylines to follow for the 2023 British Grand Prix. Your first storyline, is Red Bull about to make Formula One history at the British Grand Prix? If either Max Verstappen or Checo Perez win the British Grand Prix, Red Bull Racing will tie the all-time record for most consecutive wins by a constructor at 11 straight wins, having then won all 10 2023 races as well as 2022's season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. The current record for most consecutive wins by a constructor is held by McLaren, who won the first 11 races of the 1988 F1 season in a row and would actually go on to only lose one race all season, the 1988 Italian Grand Prix, which Gerhard Berger won for Ferrari. And not only are Red Bull going for the all-time consecutive win record for a constructor, their number one driver, Max Verstappen, is going for a personal best six wins in a row, which would tie him for the fifth longest driver win streak in F1 history. In case you are wondering, the record for the longest driver win streak is held by Sebastian Vettel, who won an amazing nine consecutive races in 2013. 
and you thought Formula One was a one-driver battle now, me saying that will probably not age well, as Max could easily go on to win every race forever if he and Red Bull keep on keeping on. But here's to hoping that take ages like wine and not milk. Your second storyline, are Mercedes about to win the British Grand Prix? Let's look at all the evidence for and none of the evidence against so we can all delude ourselves into thinking Red Bull might actually lose a race this season. First and foremost, there's the fact that Mercedes almost won the British Grand Prix last year in a much worse car than they have now. If it weren't for a late race safety car that exposed the W13's inability to get temperature into its tires, it is entirely possible that Lewis Hamilton would have been on the top step of the 2022 British Grand Prix podium instead of Carlos Sainz. Now that the second edition of the W14 is looking solid and even achieved a double podium finish three races ago in Spain, I should note at a circuit that also places an emphasis on straights and high-speed corners like Silverstone, Mercedes should be even better equipped to fight for a race winning Great Britain this year. Second, the British Grand Prix is the home race for both of Mercedes drivers. Not only will this mean Lewis Hamilton and George Russell will be extra motivated to perform well in front of their home fans, they'll also have an absolutely massive amount of support from those fans all weekend long, which hopefully can help propel them to a surprise victory. And last but certainly not least, there's the famous exchange Mercedes team principal Toto Wolff had with a reporter after the Canadian Grand Prix, where he was asked if Mercedes were going to win one race this season, which race would it be? And Toto confidently responded, Silverstone. Toto Wolff isn't usually super confident, and maybe I'm looking too much into this cheeky little smile he gave along with his answer, but I think Toto thinks that Mercedes can compete for a race when it's Silverstone, so now I think they can too. Also, he's a billionaire, and I trust billionaires. I'm a shill. Your third storyline, I don't think Aston Martin are going to perform well at their home Grand Prix at Silverstone. <gasps> Aston Martin F1 team are based in Silverstone, and this will be the first British Grand Prix to take place in their home city since they've moved in to their new 200 million euro headquarters built by Daddy Stroll, among other people, obviously, but those people don't have children racing in Formula One, so I didn't mention them. No offense, I'm sure you're great. Maybe you're also a billionaire. I don't know. The new headquarters is said by Aston Martin to be, quote, just a stone's throw away from the historic Silverstone circuit. And this concerns me. Okay, let me explain. You see, I've looked at a bunch of pictures of Aston Martin's new headquarters, and it appears to have a lot of glass. You might even refer to it as a glass house. So you're telling me Aston Martin are in a glass house, and are also throwing stones? As we all know, the saying goes, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. So because of this, I predict that Aston Martin will not have a car finish in the top five at the British Grand Prix. Your final storyline, McLaren are undoubtedly the team to watch this weekend at Silverstone. The upgrades McLaren added to Lando Norris's car in Austria were some of the most effective upgrades I've ever seen in my life. Some are even calling them the mythical magic bullet car upgrades that Toto Wolff claimed do not exist earlier this season. Not only did these upgrades to the side pods, halo, engine cover, and floor propel Lando to a P4 finish in Austria, which is McLaren's best finish all season, Lando also qualified P4 for the Grand Prix and P3 for the sprint race. That consistency means there were no flukes involved here and that these upgrades were just simply god tier, something that has papaya fans all over the world cheering on 
as they bow down to framed portraits of McLaren team principal Andrea Stella. Lando's McLaren looks nothing like the car we all watched go pointsless through the first two Grand Prix of the season, and I sincerely hope these upgrades continue to look like the magic bullet that we've all been told doesn't exist. On a semi-related note, McLaren will also be the team to watch this weekend because they're running an awesome throwback chrome livery that looks very cool. Hey, J-Bone here. Did you know that I have Formula Bone merch? Formula Bone merch. Formula Bone merch. Formula Bone merch. Formula Bone merch. Check all this out. Oh, that's good. I have so much merch, guys. I have so much merch, I don't know what to do with it, so I need you to buy it because it's just filling up the studio. It's, I'm, I have every single drawer in my house filled with my merch. I need you to buy it. Link in the description, okay? Please buy the merch. Formula One merch. j Please buy the merch. I need you to buy the merch. Now the moment you've all been waiting for. Here are my three bona fide race predictions for the 2023 British Grand Prix. My first race prediction is that Lewis Hamilton will finish in the top two at the British Grand Prix. Lewis very well may have won the British Grand Prix last year if it weren't for that late race safety car that exposed one of the W13's many massive weaknesses. And now that Mercedes have a redesigned car with far fewer weaknesses, still being driven by the most successful Silverstone driver of all time, who once literally won the British Grand Prix on three tires, I love Lewis Hamilton to finish in the top two and potentially even win the British Grand Prix. If the stars align just right, who knows? Like I mentioned earlier, Toto Wolff himself said that if Mercedes were going to win one race this season, it would be Silverstone, so don't call me crazy, call Toto crazy. Also call him a billionaire. My second race prediction is that the British Grand Prix podium will consist of three different constructors. With Checo Perez's current inability to make Q3s and the incredibly high level of competition going on right now between Aston Martin, Mercedes, and Ferrari, where each of them has a podium within the past two races, I think the British Grand Prix's podium will contain three different constructors just like it did in Canada, Monaco, and Australia. Flying here. Get out of here, shoe fly, don't bother me. I'm J-Bone. My final race prediction is that Nico Hulkenberg will finish in the points at a Grand Prix for just the second time this season. Both Haas drivers podiumed at the British Grand Prix last year. Wait, oops, that's not right. God, my Haas illusion syndrome just came out. Ugh. Both Haas drivers finished in the points at the British Grand Prix last year. So Silverstone clearly suits their car's overall design concept. And I think Nico Hulkenberg is driving better right now than both K-Mag and Mick ever were last season, which is why I like Hulk to finish in the points at Silverstone. <laughs> Next up, here are my predictions for the top five finishers in the 2023 British Grand Prix with zero reasoning nor explanation. P5, George Russell, P4, Checo Perez, P3, Charles Leclerc, P2, Lewis Hamilton, and P1, Max Verstappen. Subscribe now so that I can see you back here after the British Grand Prix for my British Grand Prix recap, where we'll digest all the insanity that occurs at this race weekend together. Special shout out to my top Patreon supporters and YouTube channel members, Colky, at Rated Bookie, and Glow. If you want your name shouted out in all my videos, along with a bunch of other awesome perks, hit up the Patreon and or YouTube channel member links in the description of this episode. Until next time, folks, J-Bone! Yeah! J-Bone!